Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to a new episode of Uniquely Spoken. It's your girl, Red. I have missed you. Let's jump into this new episode, shall we? Welcome to a new episode of Uniquely Spoken. If you missed it in the intro, my name is Red. Hey, how you doing? I have missed you. I told you I was going to try to do my best to be more consistent and post, um, release an episode once a week. I'm kind of late, but you get in this episode, okay? And I hope you enjoy it for the most part. Um, How are you? Just, you know, doing a quick check mental check how are you how has your day been how has your week been uh, may is coming to a close how has your month been hmm really your co-workers still getting on your nerves your kids getting on your nerves at this point because everybody's still locked up corona won't let you, won't let us out you know i'm understandable find you a corner find you a quick closet Go in that closet. Create a prayer closet. Ah, Go in that closet and talk to God real quick. Or if you like wine, go in that closet and sip your little bit of wine, tuck it away, and then go on about your your business. But as as far as that co-worker, you know, just wait till you clock out before you give a two to the body and one to the head. Um, That's neither here nor there. So, we're going to jump into just scrolling. Just scrolling is where... I give my two cents on things that I find just scrolling across this ghetto-ass internet. So, I was just scrolling on Instagram across this ghetto-ass internet. And, yo, there was a man in Georgia who has been arrested for having sex with a dead woman in public. Um, white people, please don't be offended by this, but this sound like some white people-ish, don't it? Nope. He was one of ours. He, he was African-American. So, this happened in Georgia. Um, I believe in Cobb County, so I think that's in Atlanta somewhere, or close to Atlanta, I don't know. I just know it was just, it was in Georgia. So, the, the, Jesus, this is just the beginning of the show. The police responded to a 911 call about a couple having sex in front of, on the front steps of this resource center. And cops get there, tell the man to, his name is Kenny Whitehead, I believe. Um, They tell him, hey, get dressed, put your clothes on, all of that. Before they realized the woman he was having sex with was deceased or is deceased. And now I believe I went back and looked at the story. They are also, he was charged with necrophilia, um, which I believe in Georgia holds the maximum is two years. So there, there was that. But now I went back and looked and they are supposedly charging him with rape and murder as well. Now, the sad part is no one knew about this woman which I find real odd seeing as though it said in the report that she had been dead for some time no one knew about this woman and she was on the front steps of this resource center so the story which 
of course the headline catches your attention um man is arrested for having sex in public with a dead woman um all of this is about him doing this despicable disgraceful disgraceful thing to this woman's body her corpse but nothing about the woman is like all of the focus is going towards him now i read the comments on the article a lot of people are saying he needs to be put in a mental institution instead of going to jail um some are saying of course this was sick and da 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 and someone made the comment well if he was homeless at least now like hate to say it he got somewhere to sleep for two years which is kind of true so yeah that just kind of caught me off guard i'm like wait a minute what you mean y'all had just having sex with a corpse in public yo just mm, mm -mm, no 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 but yeah it, it it the headline catch you but when you read the story it's like well now sir and then like i said how is it that people didn't know that this woman was on the front steps she had been dead for some time which means her body has been here for some time you had enough people coming by enough for someone to say hey there's two people having sex on the front steps but there was no one that could say hey there's a woman laid out on the front steps where this could have been prevented but god bless the soul of the dearly departed of that woman and to that man sir i'm gonna be nice get get some help god bless you yeah god bless your heart and all your parts sir but moving along are you a good person because i read this story and i don't know if i'm necessarily a good person anymore so this family in virginia found a million dollars on the road in um duffel bags in two duffel bags they said the person driving in front of them they saw them swerve okay well they accidentally hit the bag that the pre that the people swerved around okay so they get out pick up the bag and there was another bag nearby they pick up both bags and they thinking oh it's just trash whatever we'll just throw it out well they ended up looking inside of the bag and there was a million dollars split between the bags and they turned it all in to the police a million like and what's bad is my bible verse for the day or for uh yesterday was uh about you reap what you sow a, a man reaps what is what he sows listen god can i just sow half of that money into my bank account and see what reaps from it what's crazy is i was reading I'm stupid. <laughs> I, I was uh, reading this article and the cops were saying, you know, we're so thankful that they returned the money and all of these things. And they believe the money was dropped by the postal service um, on the way to take the money to the bank. The postal service? The postal service. Come on now. Do a little better than that. Be a little better than that. Who's sending a million dollars in mail through USPS? I barely trust them with little packages of makeup that I order off of line. You really think United States Postal Service or even UPS or FedEx 
If you're spending a drop off a million dollars at somebody though, ding dong, Amazon Prime, you got it in two days. You who dropping out? Who sending a million dollars through the through, through the postal service? And it was on the way to the bank. Why not put it in an armored car? Why not? You know that's usually how these things work. You know, um, but a million. The lady, her name was Emily Shantz, I believe that was the mother. She said that, um, you know, well, we just had to. We had to do it. And they had their sons with them. Their two sons with them. Now, here's the thing. Listen. If you didn't have your two sons with you, ma'am, would you still have turned this money in? Is what I would like to know. If you did not have your two sons with you in the car... Would you have turned in this money? Would you have turned in all of the money? Or would you have stuck a couple stacks in your purse, in your pocketbook, if you will? Now, my my great-grandma taught me your pocketbook is in your bra. Um, that's what her pocketbook was because she said there wasn't nobody reaching up there for nothing. And if they attempted it, she knew about it. So, you know, would you have slid a couple stacks in your pocketbook, ma'am? That's all I wanted to know. But um, this right here really, really make you think. Um, because I don't, I'm don't, i not too sure if I would turn that in. That's neither here nor there. But moving along, I would have turned in a majority of it. But it would have been a couple thousand in my account. I'm just saying. Um, I would have added it in little by little. Just saying. Um, but like I said, moving along. So I don't know if you have seen this video of, we're going to call her Martha Jean. I don't know if you have seen this video of Martha Jean trying to get pulled over or getting pulled over by the cops. And she tells the cops, the cops try to write her a ticket for basically something malfunctioning Ticket $80. You have till September to pay the ticket. I'm not paying that. Why aren't you paying it, ma'am? It's $80. If you don't take this ticket. And in some states, they have it to where if you pay it in a certain amount of days, they take $20 off the ticket. Or, I, yeah, I believe it's uh, $20 off the ticket. That's in certain states. Now, if it was in her state, I'm not sure. But she said, well, y'all don't give a warning. Whatever she was driving around with, the, the cop was like, you you've been driving around with this for six months no you're not getting a warning you're getting this ticket well i feel like i shouldn't i don't deserve a ticket because uh uh-oh really excuse that but back to back to martha jane i feel i don't deserve to get a ticket because uh this is a problem that can be fixed so, I'm not signing it. Now, whatever the ticket was, she had to sign for it. She said, I feel I don't deserve a ticket. Now, once again, white people don't feel offended. Don't be offended. But this is white people-ish. Okay? Because black people, we're not finna, we not finna argue this long. Especially now with everything going on in this country with police and black people. Hey, hey, sir, just give us a ticket. We're going to sign it. We're going to put Donald Duck on the bottom of the sheet. And we're going to go on about our day. Martha Jean stayed and argued. She said she feels she don't deserve a ticket and she not signing the paper. And basically what he was saying and doing was some bullshit. So she proceeded to say, I'm not signing it. He said, okay, we'll step out of the car. 
No, I'm not stepping out of the car. Step out of the car. I'm giving you a lawful order to get out of the car. For what? You're getting arrested. So, no, she was like, no, I'm not. What messed me up is she rolled the window up <laughs> and locked the door. And the cop is just there pulling on the door and knocking on the window. Once again, white people-ish, y'all feel real bold. This privilege, it, it really has you protected. Because, once again, black people, we can't get away with this. So, she, she finally rolls down the window. Or it not even rolls it down a lot. She cracks it enough for him to hear her and her to hear him. She was like, well, just give me the damn paper. I signed it. He said, no, we're past that now. Get out of the car. So she pressed the gas a little bit. And it was like a father chastising a child. I, I, don't you do that. Don't you pull off. She said, well, just give me the paper to sign it. He said, no, you're getting, you're under arrest. Baby, when I say Martha Jean, punch that gas. <laughs> Martha Jean said, meow. <laughs> Baby, when I say she was out. Okay, so now he done had to run to the car, jump in his car, chase her down. Now he has a taser and he's yelling for her to get out the car. She's steadily screaming, no, I'm not getting out the car. So finally, the car ends up unlocked. He pulls her out. Um, by this point, he has a backup. Pulls her out. And as she's going, as they're going to grab her out the car, she starts swinging and hitting. No, get! I'm not getting out the car. Let me go. Leave me alone. They finally get out the car on the ground. Martha Jean is now flipped over on her belly. They're trying to put her arm behind her back. No, I'm not putting my arm behind my back. Now she's flipped over on her back <laughs> like a turtle on its shell <laughs> and then kicked the cop <laughs> and tried to scoot away. <laughs> And they they tased that ass. Now, listen, Martha Jean was older. I'm not for cops tasing older people because of my own personal experience. So I really have, I'm really biased against that. But listen, Martha, Martha Jean, not Martha Jean. You knew at some point they was going to have to put your Humpty Dumpty built ass down. Now, they finally get everything. They get her under control because they had to tase her twice I believe (laughs) they get her in the back of the car and he was like now you're in so much more trouble when you could have just took the ticket and he was like he was like why did you kick me well I kicked you because I'm a country girl man what the hell what did that have to do with anything that had nothing to do with nothing ma'am so now Martha Jean I believe is sitting in somebody's country jail waiting to be released she's probably been released by now but once again privilege is protected is protection because if this person was black this would have went a whole different way just saying let's move on to the next segment so we are back for unique thoughts and here's the thing with unique thoughts unique thoughts either i give you a story time or i kind of give you my thought my thought process behind something that i've come across online and originally this was supposed to be a story time because i was supposed to tell y'all my work experience um i might still do that depending on what this time is looking like after i say what i got to say about something that just came across my screen 
And I just saw someone reacting to this meme, right? And the meme said, ladies, don't miss out on a loyal man just because he cheats sometimes. Excuse, excuse me, man. One more time. The thing said, ladies, don't miss out on a loyal man just because he cheats sometimes. Um, bitch, uh, what you mean? What you mean? Don't miss out on a loyal man just because he cheats sometimes. If he cheats sometimes, that does not make him loyal. Um, loyal means that he's loyal only to you and you alone. You know, that's at least the way I look at it. You know, if y'all are in a relationship, a, um, monogamous relationship um yeah if y'all are in a monogamous relationship meaning you and only that other person and him and you why is it don't miss out on a good man or a loyal man if just because he cheats sometimes like let's let's once again i've covered the base of if he's loyal to you he would not cheat. Um, but because he's cheating, he's not loyal to you. Like, what's wrong with these generation of females? Good God almighty. Just, at this at this point, these hoes for everybody. Um, sweetie, I don't know who created this meme. Like, but whoever created it. Like, I don't want any hurt, harm, or danger to come to you by any means. But I do want you to stomp your toe slowly in the pitch black of night at 12.53 p.m. on the corner of your bed. And I mean, like, I don't want it to break or nothing like that, but I want it to hurt to the point of you start reevaluating your life and your decisions that brought you to the point of making that dumbass mean. Um, like, I want you to stomp it and... If you watch Family Guy, you know the evil monkey, when he just pop out the corner and he started not cheesing, but staring at, uh, what's the boy name? The boy with the hat. Start staring at the oldest son with just pointing a finger like, that's how I want you to point at that toe. I don't want no words to be used, but I just want you to go, just, oh, Jesus. Uh, like you you or you call on every name except the lord like that's what i want to happen to you because and what's crazy is you have females that's out here believing that and putting it behind the notion of oh i'm a ride or die oh like what you mean no what's crazy is like i don't listen to kevin gates but i've heard some of the interviews he said um he's talked about with his wife or about his wife and their relationship or their marriage or whatever and he said that him and his wife when they were in the beginning of dating they were at the movies they um he remembered that they were at the movies and he had gotten mad with someone or him and the person had gotten into it and he stabbed this person in front of her like not just like quick stab like uh, 
but like stabbed this person a few times. Now, he didn't clarify if the person died or not, but stabbed the person a few times in front of her. Had the person's blood on him and everything. He grabbed her and they ran off or whatever. Whatever the case may be. But I believe they were only together about two, three months when this happened. And he was like, I knew then when she she said she ain't see me no differently. Like I knew then she was she was gonna be down for me no matter what. Uh? Excuse me, sir. So because you traumatized me, now you just know I'm not going nowhere. No, sweetie, I would have broke with you that night. What you mean? <laughs> with no hesitation, with a text, and then blocked you. So you couldn't respond to me. You would not you wouldn't have never known where I lived. You see me in the streets, I will act like I don't know you. Sorry to this man. Like it's above me now. All of those things. It's crazy because females really be believing. Oh, I'm a re- I'm a ride or die, and if something happened with my man, is I'm gonna be here for him no matter what. And y'all don't be married or nothing. This dude done cheated on you. Had a couple baby mama. You know, had a couple babies on you. Now I got a couple baby mamas, and you still rocking with him. Oh, for the simple. F- 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 for the simple fact or for the sake of saying that you're in a relationship, there's no relationship that important besides the one with yourself and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> I don't I don't understand the logic behind some females. Um, recently, Future put Lori Harvey um, in a song, put her name in one of his songs that he just released. And people were saying, um, I read this one ignorant tweet that was like shout out to Lori for being a real ride or die through uh through was it shout out to Lori for being a real ride or die and accepting a man who has faults some of y'all females be ready to leave after an argument depending on the severity of the argument if I've been disrespected if I've been if you don't call me on my name um all of these things, if you really disturbing my peace and my sanity, yeah, I'm finna hop, skip, and jump out this relationship. I'm finna moonwalk out this bitch. Like, I don't know why men really think, oh, we supposed to stay if y'all cheat. When y'all be ready to throw bows, if we slightly entertain somebody that hit us up in our DMs. And don't, and then you will bring it up months down the line. You remember, oh, you still talking to old dude? You, you remember that dude you were talking to? And you use that as justification for you sleeping with something. Actually physically sleeping with someone else. Physically having sex with somebody else that's opposed to or compared to us talking. Having a slight conversation. Y'all think y'all justified and right. Yeah, I'm not telling this, this story time now. I'm, I'm looking at this clock. But, so I'll do that next time. But, like, y'all, females, ladies, please, um, and then dudes, because there's some trifling females out here, and they'll, they'll try to keep you holding on with, by, because of they, meow, but, it's not worth it, like, if I have to sacrifice my peace, my sanity, my worth, or compromise it in any way, shape, form, or fashion, the relationship with this person is not worth it because now 
you're not seeing me as a valuable person or valuable enough to not put me in that position. Don't miss out on a loyal man just because he cheats sometimes. I don't know if it was meant to be a joke or if somebody was legit serious, but like be real. Some, some people have really accepted a person cheating because they wanted to be in a relationship. I heard, um, I heard someone once say, no, no man at all is better than just a piece of a man. I'm not going to be satisfied with a piece of a man, because if I only have a piece of you, that means somewhere else, someone has another piece and then somebody else has another piece and then someone else has another piece. You are not a Kit Kat bar. Ain't no breaking of pieces. I want the whole thing. Give me all. I almost, I almost sang a gospel song. This was not the time for that. But, like, for real, know, know your worth. Know that you don't have to accept a piece of a man or, or a piece of a woman, whatever you prefer, just to say that you're in a relationship. Like, come on now. And to anybody that really believes, oh, it's cool, he's just going through a phase. If you really believe that you can physically change a person or... Like, legit, you can change anybody. I read a tweet today that said, I love hard, but I hit harder. So, it's up to you if you are unconditional or unconscious. The choice is yours. (laughs) So, let that that sit with you. Let that sit amongst your spirit. And um, let me know what you think. Because, once again, it's up to you. If you're dealing with me, I love hard, but I hit harder. So, you choose if you're going to be unconditionally loved or unconscious in the hospital. Your choice. Hey, honeys. So, this week for Hey, Honey... Um, and for those of you who are new, Hey Honey is the segment where either I give encouraging words or I give advice. Now, you can take it how you want it. This is just me. <laughs> Hopefully, I say something to inspire you or I say something that connects the dots somewhere in your life and it makes sense to you just a little bit. Or you can just take it with a grain of salt and not listen to me at all. That's your prerogative. I'm, you know, that's all about you. So... This week for Hey Honey, I was thinking about something, and it really just kind of sparked something within me, and I hope it sparked something within you. Just a few simple words. Keep your mouth shut. That's all. Four simple words. Keep your mouth shut. A lot of people don't realize the power in silence to a certain degree. Now, if you're being hurt or affected by something or someone has done something to you that you should speak up about, speak up about that. But there is power in silence. If someone constantly bugs you or aggravates you or try to get a rise out of you, try to pull you into this negative space, try to pull energy from you that you could be putting towards something great for yourself, keep your mouth 
shut. Is when I say it will confuse people even more when you just shut your mouth. You don't argue with them. You don't entertain them. You don't give them what <clears throat> you don't give them what excuse me they are looking for in a sense. As far as oh, I know I can go to this person. I know I can go to so and so, and oh, I know I can argue with them for about a good 10 minutes and mess their whole day up and mess up their whole vibe, and then I can go on about my life. You have people that are miserable that will pop up in your life just to argue and then just pop back out until they get bored and need entertainment. You are their entertainment source. But when you start just keeping your mouth shut and just letting letting things just ride, it will confuse them so much. Like, wait, wait. Wait, what what they doing? Why you not arguing? No, I came here for entertainment. You will entertain me. Now, I have a bad habit, or not really a bad habit. I tend to prep myself for arguments, but that also goes along with I prep myself for the worst before I prep myself for the best. I'm in therapy, okay? I'm working on these things. But I tend to prep myself for an argument. If I feel like something is going to be an altercation or a confrontation, which I genuinely, I don't like confrontation because there's only, in my mind, there's only two ways to deal with it. Either shut up and let the person have their way or it, it, it go from zero to a hundred real quick and I'm going to show you why you're not going to play with me. And that's not necessarily a good thing. So because I don't like confrontation, because I don't like all, all the noise, the arguing, the back and forth. I, I either bow out or <laughs> I turn up. But what I tend to do is prepare myself for an argument if I see that there could be one there. And in my head, it's like I argue with myself. I'm the other, I'm myself and the other person. And I prepare myself for whatever which way this person can come at me. You're not going to catch me off guard. Because I have prepared myself for this. Now, it messes me up when the person I just know I'm going to go back and forth with does not want to argue. That's the part that messes me up. Um, I cannot think of a man's name from uh, Instagram. But he goes, what behooved me was. <laughs> the part that behooved me was this person did not want to argue. I done prepped myself, hyped myself up and everything. Only for them to say, I'm not going to argue with you. Excuse me. Yes, you are. You you won't argue. Because I, pre- I prepared for this argument. I prepared for this argument in several different ways. Coming Whether you come from the north, south, east, or west. Northeast, southeast. Northwest, southwest. You won't argue with me. Because I prepared from all directions. And a lot of times that works against you. Because now you done hyped yourself up, prepared yourself when you could have been being more productive and putting your energy towards something else. And now your feelings extra hurt because the person don't want to argue with you. Sometimes it's best to keep your mouth shut. If it's like I said, if it's something that's really genuinely affecting you and a person has wronged you, get speak your peace, speak your truth, and then move on. But because everybody's either they're not gonna apologize, they're not gonna own up to their mistake or their part in the argument or whatever the case may be but silence there's a power in silence because 
you could also be making moves on your own that's going to better your life that you know, oh, if I tell so-and-so about this, they ain't going to knock me down. I'm thinking about starting a business. Your cousin that tried to start a hair business or said she was going to start a hair business selling selling weave or whatever she was going to sell. No, cousin, I don't think that's going to work. That's not for you. Oh, you know, that's not everybody not built to be an entrepreneur. And if you if you go to closed-minded people or small-minded people with a big idea, they're not going to grasp it. Now you're discouraged because they done knocked your idea. No, it wasn't for them. Your cousin Nook Nook and your cousin Pookie and them that tried, that said they were going to start a business and it didn't work for them because it several different reasons. Now they're knocking you for wanting to start yours. And then when you do start yours, they probably won't be the ones to support you because you're actually doing what they said they would do. You're putting actions behind your words. Keep your mouth shut. I think I talked about this once in a past podcast. I'm not sure. But it's best sometimes to keep your mouth shut. Everybody don't need to be in your business. Everybody don't need to be in your relationship. Everybody don't need to be in your marriage. Everybody don't need to be in your friendship. Keep your mouth shut. There's power in that silence. Like I said, to a certain degree, don't don't take this the wrong way and be like, okay, well, if someone's hurting me, I just got to be silent about it no speak your truth you make that person own up to what they did or at least speak it to where you know what this is off of me but if you have someone that wronged you or they just come to argue when I say (laughs) when you sit there and just stare at them and just get real quiet just 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 these pauses, I'm staring, I'm staring at you. Imagine me staring, staring at you. Yeah. It tends to confuse people. Cause then it's, well, what? Why she, why she ain't saying nothing? What's she finna do? No, no, no. I don't like this. Everything flips. Keep your mouth shut about your business. Keep your mouth shut about your relationship, your marriage, your friendships. Because those who haven't succeeded in a marriage, well, girl, you don't need to put up with that. Now you done missed out on your Boaz because you listening to your bitter homegirl. If you don't know what a, bo- what a Boaz is, please go Google it. But keep your mouth shut. When people start seeing things happening in your life, Then you can say, well, yeah, I've been working on this. I've been doing this. You just didn't know about it. But, hey, like I said, you could take what I said with a grain of salt or you can apply it to your life. Either way, I'm here for you. I love you. have reached the end of the show thank you so much for tuning in if you missed it in the beginning and you still don't know who you who you have been listening to honey my name is red thank you so much for tuning in it's greatly appreciated now we've reached unique speaks unique speaks is when either i give you a poem because i'm a poet and i thought you should know it or i give you a quote from 
either a famous person or something I just came across that I think would be beneficial to you. So this quote right here, actually I came across it um, from a page that I follow online and on Instagram specifically, but the page is called Queens Healing Queens. But the um, quote itself came from this psychotherapist named Anna. I'm not going to attempt her last name because that would not work well in my favor. So <laughs> this is the quote. It says, if you've been hurt before, you may not know the difference between intuition and your past trauma reactions. Once again. If you've been hurt before, you may not know the difference between your intuition and your and your past trauma reactions. Lord, reading and speaking is not working well in my favor, Jesus. But um, in the caption, because it's it's little mini paragraphs, and I don't people please stop doing these long behind captions. All right, it's greatly appreciated, but at the same time. Nobody really wants to read through all of it, and usually people don't. But one of the things that she mentioned um, in the caption of this quote, uh, it tells the difference between trauma and intuition. Trauma or trauma response and intuition. And these are two of the things that she wrote that I like and agree with. Trauma response is not intuition. It feels a lot like anxiety fear is present it feels urgent and urgent intense and your body reacts and feels tense your nervous system switches to fight mode and you get the urgent desire to do something anything to decrease the comfort the discomfort whereas intuition feels calm is such a peaceful it's such a beautiful innate power that we all have we just ignore it for too long. Intuition is calm is the calm voice is the calm wise voice within. It doesn't scream, it whispers lovingly with a clear sense of knowing. Don't abandon yourself by ignoring your intuition. You trust yourself. You know the truth, you feel the truth. Now live your truth. So this jumped out at me because in one of my previous Hey Honeys, or I believe in just this last segment, I don't know, my mind be all over the place half the time and I can't remember what I recorded when, but I have this tendency (laughs) to just have like this knee jerk reaction to things and it's either going to go one or two work, one of two ways. I prepare myself for a battle either way. Um, Either I bow out and give someone the control or whatever because I don't like confrontation or I'm ready to fight and I'm ready to cut people with my words now here's the thing that's not really healthy and that's not a good thing so I mean I'm going to counseling or therapy whichever one you decide to call it honey that's up to you but I'm, I'm working on it all right working on it within myself so This jumped out to me because I have gone through a traumatic experience with me being abused when I was younger. Now, here I am in a new relationship and 
it's one of those. There are things that come up where I don't really know how to communicate besides either I shut all the way down or I'm prepared to argue. And each person comes with their own. I saw this on Instagram as well. It says you never date, you never just date a person. You also date their experiences. So not only am I coming in with my own issues or baggage or whatever the case may be, but things that I'm dealing with, the person I'm in a relationship is coming in with things that they've dealt with in the past where, okay, he might not know how to communicate what he wants to say. I might not know how to communicate what I want to say. Now we've both had, we just had this big argument over a small misunderstanding or static in the line of communication. So sometimes it takes you taking time to yourself and really listening to yourself to get back to gaining the trust. Someone said once trust is broken, you know, you can't really get it back, of course. But if you choose to stay with the person who has broken your trust, or whatever the case may be, or even if you have broken your own trust, it takes the person or it takes you showing up every day for yourself to re- rebuild that trust in yourself. You have to work on that. You have to work on that trust within yourself before you can attempt to trust someone else. Now, trauma, if you never address it, will show up in your life in other ways. It can come out in how you talk to people. It can come out how you deal with people. It can come out with what you think about people or what you feel people think about you. If you have children, sometimes the trauma you never dealt with will come out in your kids. It can come out in how you interact with your children. So get to that place where you can trust yourself again and really start listening to your intuition and trusting your your intuition. Your intuition will not lead you wrong. It will not take you to a place you're not supposed to be. But learn the difference between your intuition and your trauma reactions and trauma everyone thinks oh well trauma is this huge thing no there can be small traumas what i learned um is there are these things called small t traumas and it could be someone doing something repeatedly that you never really notice until someone new does it and then you have a knee-jerk reaction to whatever this new person has done and they sitting there like well wait what did i do what did i do that was so bad when really you making a new person pay for something the old person did so yeah that's that's the quote that's that's your that's how we ending this thing trust yourself honey you not gonna lead you wrong now Have that inner peace within yourself to make sure you ain't leading you wrong. If you don't know who else to follow, follow our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. How is your relationship with him? You know what? I'm done. I'm not going to get into this. But, yeah, we have reached the end. I hope I have said something to make you feel some type of way, to make you think differently, to make you look at things differently. You know, that's what I do. I tell you things to make you feel, think, and look. If that makes sense. I don't know, hun. I'm trying to figure out how to end this show, okay? But we're going to end it how we normally do. Until next time, I love you. Please remember, 
L-O-V-E is all we need. I love you, red people. If you want to know why I call you red people, it's because my name is red and you are my people. Until next time. Bye, honey buns.